live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. and loaded right here on LFA TV, live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire, and I got my boy, producer Eli, say what up? God bless you guys, thank you very much, we are so honored to be here with you. And every show, we got to give out some shout-outs. So how about Gene M5? How about Green Broccoli? How about Jay Law? Nan77 is in the building. How are you? Amanda Collins, smash that rumble button. I couldn't agree more, my dear. Jessica O'Brien, T. Collins, how are you? Eileen Jimenez, thank you very much. Willie Rumble is in the building. Marita is here tonight. SLJ45. J Cubs fan is in the building. We have Roxanne from Minnesota here tonight. How you doing? Harold Burton says hip-hop. Let's go. Mike Stag 66. Purple Snowflake. Carver Jerry. Mama Rhett. And let's give one more here to... How about... Angela Angela Sykes from Nebraska. Well, we're going to be talking a little bit a, a little bit about Nebraska tonight. Michelle from uh, Massachusetts, how are you? Lisa from the Show Me State of Missouri. Janice from West Virginia. It really is an honor to be here with you guys. And uh, you know what we need in this country? We know we need God number one. We know we need truth, but we also need people who are willing to stand up in the face of evil, no matter if it means losing their job. No matter if it means losing a friend, no matter if it means losing an opportunity, you have to stand up in the face of evil, okay? And that is what Robbie Sove, an anchor, did when his co-anchor tried to be a Palestinian-Iran sympathizer And he put her in her place. And that's what we need. Now, I understand ignorance very well. I was ignorant for a very long time about a lot of things. And I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about straight up standing in the face of sympathizers of evil. And you'll see what I mean. Roll it. Child is killed, and we heard this from Dershowitz and many other defenders of the indiscriminate killing of Palestinian children. Well, it must be the case that uh, Hamas was using them as a human shield. It must be the case that a missile was located, a Hamas missile was located close to those children, and it could not be helped. And on the other side, we're, we're being told that Palestinians are keeping Israeli children in cages and decapitating them by the dozens, neither which rumor turned out to be true. And yet in the middle of a tragedy that needed no embellishment to make the case for why Hamas's acts are horrible, 
and tragic. There is still this embellishment, and I believe it is rooted in a desire to strip humanity from the people of Palestine and justify doing what Max Miller and a number of other officials in the Israeli government have said, Max which is Miller to flatten... Max Miller is an obscure Republican official. It does not matter what he says. So every leftist... Wait a minute, Robbie. Every leftist in America was asked to apologize for some random protest... They should apologize. They should apologize for their endorsement of terrorist attacks on innocent Israeli civilians, just as I am outraged by... The Palestinian child is killed, and we heard... The so that goes on, and I didn't want to play the rest um, because he actually says... He starts going swearing and saying, I don't give an F about this, and this S needs to stop. And hey, he's right. Look, war needs to stop, period. We want all people to stop dying, right? We're on the side of all people not dying. I think we can all stand with Donald Trump in that answer. We're on the side of all people not dying. But at the same time, we understand that there's casualties of war, and we understand where evil is bred, and we understand that that evil that is bred will spread. And that's where we're at right now. That evil is spreading. And it's spreading across the globe. And you might say, well, you know what? Israel should not shut their water off and their power off. I agree. I agree. I agree Israel does some things that I don't think they should do. And I agree America does some things that I don't think they should do. But if a bully bullies you, you don't get to stab him in the throat and cut his head off. And it's that simple. And if you do that, then expect a retaliation. And don't sit here and cry about what's happening because of that retaliation. And don't dare sit there for a minute and say that somebody doesn't get to retaliate when you stick a knife in their throat and cut their head off. So I'm glad that he stood up to her. Because I told you in the beginning, there was going to be a lot of propaganda floated around. As a matter of fact, they blamed Donald Trump Jr., of showing propaganda of war that wasn't true. Well, that's what the squad is doing right now. You've got AOC talking about not spreading propaganda, and then you've got APAC saying, you mean like this, AOC? And you're tagged Ilhan Omar spreading dangerous information, blaming Israel for killing kids who were killed by Assad in Syria 10 years ago. And once again, the squad doesn't let the facts get in the way of their anti-Israel narrative. And just to, just to remind you all, we can pull this up on the screen. This is what the squad does. They post propaganda. And then they try to say, well, what would you do if your electricity and your power was cut off? Blah, blah, blah. The level of misinformation in all directions at this moment is incredibly high, especially on this platform. As she puts that on Twitter. If you see a claim or a photo or a video that triggers a strong emotional reaction, take a moment to pause and check for veracity, confirmation from multiple sources. Yeah, you mean like your squad friends? That's what you're talking about? You mean like your squad friends? Like Cory Booker? Because right now, 13 far-left congressional Democrats led by Black Lives Matter activist Cori Bush, put forth a sick resolution demanding Israel to stop fighting against Hamas terrorists. Think about that. And I know there's a lot of people out there that say, look, I, I didn't want to stand with Ukraine and I don't stand with Israel, I stand with America first. Let me explain how Ukraine and Israel are different. If Israel falls, the United States of America will be attacked by every single person, from every single ideology, from every terrorist organization, from every country around the world, until we are wiped off the face of the map. They will hurl rockets at us. From They'll hurl, hurl rockets at us. And if they can't do that, then they'll hurl flat fentanyl at us and rape and cutting people's heads off. They're all through our country. That's the difference between Ukraine and Israel. And the other difference is we don't share a heritage or a history with Ukraine. We do with Israel. And if Israel falls, there goes America in the Middle East. Just so you know. It isn't just about faith or religion or anything like that. There's also a very, very real geopolitical strategy to having Israel alive and well and our ally in that region. So take your personal feelings out of it if you want to look at it from a geopolitical strategic point of view. Now, there's also the whole other thing that we've been talking about for a long time. And I know that there's people right here on LFA TV who even disagree, disagree with me. 
That's okay. We can have disagreements. But you know where I stand. I stand where God stands and that's period. And these people are going to get what's coming to them in life. These people are going to get what's coming to them. I'm talking about the squad and those people who are sympathizing with the evil that has been committed. Okay? Again, not agreeing and don't care too much politically. I mean, I guess I care, but I guess what I'm saying is the whole thing that Israel is doing to Palestine, you know, the, 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 the reports of cutting off water and cutting off electricity, if they're in fact doing that, if that's in fact a thing that happens and not out of a retaliation, but out of just plain, we don't want to give it to you, we want to treat you as subhuman. Politically, that sucks. Morally, that sucks, but that, that doesn't go beyond the threshold of evil. That's just straight up terrible and rude and treating people horrendously. Maybe the Palestinians should, I don't know, use some of that money that they spend on terrorism and build an infrastructure. Maybe Iran. Jeremy, just a month ago, Israel supported to kill Christian Armenians. I know. I know. I know the, uh, the Jews hate Christians more than most other religions do. I know that. I get that. 100%. But I'm looking at it from a faith-based point of view first and a geopolitical strategic point of view second. And both lines up with what I'm saying. Both lines up with what I'm saying. So, I think it's a good time right now to go to the Lord. We are 13 minutes past the hour on this October 17th. I realize that striving to achieve comes almost as naturally to you as breathing. When a goal grabs your attention, your instinct is to go for it without really thinking it through. But when you take time to first discuss the matters with me, says God, you experience much more satisfaction. Psalm 89:15. Blessed are those who have learned to acclaim you, who walk in the light of your presence, O Lord. They rejoice in your name all day. They exult in your righteousness. And Proverbs 19:21. There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel that will stand. And before you turn out the light, rather than chasing dead ends tomorrow, talk with me first and let's consult together right now. Remember last week when we talked about you'll be judged on what you do today? God doesn't say let's talk together tomorrow. God doesn't say let's talk together yesterday. Natalie, you don't agree with sending money to Ukraine. Why do you agree with sending money to Israel? Like I said, Israel and Ukraine are two very different style uh, conversation pieces here we don't care about ukraine in any way because ukraine doesn't do anything for us geopolitically it doesn't give us anything it doesn't give us a uh, a strategical um up on anybody in that region there's no reason that we need to be connected with ukraine for any reason whatsoever it doesn't do anything for the united states we don't share a heritage with ukraine we don't share a tradition with ukraine we don't share our faith with ukraine and we get nothing from ukraine they are a taker not a giver Israel geopolitically gives us a strong foothold in the Middle East in a democracy, not a constitutional republic, in which we can have power over the Middle East and the oil and the stuff that's going on there if you have a strong president. That's geopolitically. It also gives us a presence there for a lot of different reasons when it has to do with war in the Middle East and with anybody in Eastern countries. It's nice to have that ally there that shares such a strong bond. The second and most important reason is faith. We share a faith. We share a history. You cannot be a Christian without being a Jew first. Jesus was a Jew. They're God's chosen people. God tells us to fight with Israel. All of those reasons. As a nation, yes, America first. But if Israel falls, I don't understand why people don't get that, Eli. That bothers me so much that people do not understand if you let Israel die from these savages, you and your family are next. How is that not sinking in people's heads? Israel is not the target right now. They've been the target for 6,000 years. 
The only reason Israel stands is because of the United States. They want the gold. They want to take down the big dog, us. I don't understand why that's so hard for people to get. And, it, and, and, and you sound so very close to a Palestinian sympathizer. I just don't get it. I just, well, we can't focus on that. Good. Wait until it's on your doorstep cutting off your wife's head. Because that's coming quick. Because they're all here now. You don't understand what kind of a pep rally that would be to destroy Israel. We wouldn't last another 15 years. And having said that, in Jesus' name, I need to lower my blood pressure. Our Father, God in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sorry. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. Some people, oh, you must be on some Israel bandwagon because, because, because why? Because why? Tell me why I would be on an Israel bandwagon outside of that. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, as we're getting into it, um, we're getting into the first and foremost section of the day. The sponsor of the first and foremost section um, when I, and I love, I love, I love promoting OFP Farms, their goat milk products, goat milk benefits to your skin, not only to your skin, to your hair, to your beard, the bath bombs, the goat milk soap, the beard oils, um, everything that OFP Farms manufactures is homegrown, it's craft, it's hand, done by their hands, it's done with their passion of their heart, you can see it in their packaging, and it's, the packaging is just the, is, is just the tease, because once you actually apply this stuff to your skin, or you use it in whatever capacity you need to, whether it be hand lotions, or body soaps, or whatever it is, you'll understand why, and it doesn't cost a lot to validate what I'm saying. The greatest thing is they offer the farm bundle gift sets. They also offer seasonal soaps as well. And if you go to OFPFarms.com, you can read through the reviews yourself or you can ask people right here on LFA TV in the chat what they think of it and they'll say it's amazing soap. So there you go. Get your pumpkin spice latte and your uh, candy apple bourbon right now by going to OFPFarms.com. That is OFP Farms. Look at that. Natalie says, I ordered it. And it's putting on my face. It's silky smooth. Exactly. OFPFarms.com. And the promo code to get 15% off is OFP. I mean, excuse me, LFA15. That is LFA15. Now, as we all know, Jim Jordan lost the first round of the speaker vote today because 20 rhinos want to sabotage Donald Trump. You guys have to understand something. This is not about Jim Jordan. It's about... That man that you see on the screen right there on our TV in the studio, it's about Donald J. Trump. It is not about Jim Jordan. It's about Trump because they know how close Trump is with Jordan. They know that there are massive sound bites out there from two years ago, three years ago, where Jim Jordan was talking about how the election was stolen. Ladies and gentlemen, how the election was stolen and everybody knows it's stolen. And he laid out the reasons why it was stolen. They know how close Trump and Jordan are. They know Jordan is not a Kevin McCarthy or a Steve Scalise. I'm not saying the man is perfect because he did back McCarthy, but so did Trump. I guess that was political. Who said that? Mommy says, I called all 20 rhinos today after the first vote. Good job. Again, you have to understand something. This whole episode today is going to be about Trump, really. There's so much going on around this man, but you have to understand that that vote against Jim Jordan from these 20 sabotaging rhinos isn't to stop Jim Jordan. 
It's to stop Donald J. Trump. But this is when Jim Jordan voted for himself today on the House floor. Of course, he's going to get a standing ovation like everybody does when they vote for themselves. Here we go. Jordan. Jordan. And like somebody just said in the chat, two weeks ago, they were all on the Jordan train until Donald Trump and Jordan had a call. And that's exactly right. You got it. You got it. You nailed it. So who are the 20 turncoats that voted against Jim Jordan? Well, you know some of the names because we've been naming them over the last couple days. But let's go down the list, okay? Ready? Bacon, Buck, Chavez, Duramur. D'Esposito, Diaz-Balart, Elsie, Garbarino, Jimenez, say that right this time, Gonzalez, Granger, James, Kelly, Kiggins, Lalota, LaMalfa, Lawler, Rutherford, Sparts, Simpson, and Womack. Now, I cannot believe that Sparks actually voted against Jim Jordan. That blew my mind. Now, let me give you some of the names that these people said. Jim Keg- J- uh, Jen Kiggins of Virginia, she said her vote was for McCarthy. So that lets you know where she is. How about this one? D. Esposito says Zeldin. Mike Lawler of New York said McCarthy. Nick LaLota of New York said Zeldin. Mike Kelly said Scalise. Kay Granger said Scalise. Tr- Tony Gonzalez said Scalise. Lori Chavez Duramur says McCarthy of Oregon. She's of Oregon. Um, Lori's from Oregon. Carlos Jimenez of, of Florida, McCarthy. Andrew Garbarino of New York, McCarthy. And Mario Diaz Balart, Scalise. Bacon McCarthy. Ken, ba- Ken Buck voted absent. Anthony D'Esposito, Zeldin, and Jake Elzey voted. Um, oh, he just, he just voted. He didn't vote for, for, for Jordan and either Mark, Mike Garcia. So there you go. There's your 20 turncoats. And somebody said something in the chat that was actually pretty insightful. They said they're trying to do a copycat of the way that Matt Gates and those held out on McCarthy. And I, I believe you're probably right. But one of the biggest dirtbags in all of this is dirtbag Don J. Bacon. A representative named Don J. Bacon remained defiant, okay, and lashed out against the Republican lawmakers who ousted Rhino Kevin McCarthy. Quote, the folks yelling, uh, yelling, we need to put out the house fire, started the fire. That's what he's saying. He said, you guys that are saying put out the house fire, you guys started it. So whoever said that in the chat had some great insight. That's what this is, tit for tat. This started when 4% of Republicans voted to remove Speaker McCarthy. Do you want to know why dirtbag Don Bacon? Because that was the deal. You loser. That was the deal that Kevin McCarthy himself actually agreed to. So how are you going to hold the people that Kevin McCarthy made an agreement to liable for exercising the deal that Kevin McCarthy agreed to that they were allowed to do if he didn't do his damn job. Sorry, Lord. Again, how does that make any sense? Then we had another group refuse to support Scalise after he won by our rules. He did not win by your rules. He did not win majority. We can't have a process when a few break the rules. Do you want to know what the real problem is here, ladies and gentlemen? The real problem here is that we don't have Republican leadership. And we didn't have Republican leadership until Trump came. And then we had Republican leadership and you saw a united Republican Party. Remember, Eli, what was it? 90% of Republicans agreed with Trump every time he did something when Trump was leading. Why? Because Trump is a leader. We don't have a leader. Trump needs to be speaker right now for a temporary time. That's what needs to happen. But I think Jordan's going to pull through. But I want to get back to Bacon here. I want to get back to that dirtbag Bacon. He says, I'm not budging. I'm a five-time commander and deployed to the Middle East four times. I'll do what is best for the country. Really? 
I'll bet you you're getting lit up, Don Bacon. I'll bet you that people from across the country are lighting you up right now. And I think everybody should light up Don Bacon of Nebraska. Right, Eli? I think everybody should light him up. Go ahead. There it is. Nebraska deserves better. Dirtbag Don Bacon. I want thousands of people. We have 4,500 people. Are we on the front page or something, Eli? We have 45. Hundred people watching right now. God bless you for being here. Uh, I will go back and forth when if the speaker vote does come back up. I will go back to it, but I don't think it's back up as of right now. Let me just check. Kildee. Yes, it is. Okay. Jeffries. Okay. Kylie. Let's do it. Let's do this. Let's pull this up on the screen here. Uh, give me one second here, folks. We'll pull this up on the screen. They are back to voting, so I want to make sure that we can at least have this up on the side screen. Yeah, I think that'll work. We'll have this up on the side screen here while they're voting. Let's, uh, let's go to it now, actually. <clears throat> Kustoff. Jordan. LaHood. Jordan. LaLota. Zeldin. Lelota still said Zeldin. Okay. Lamalfa. Lamalfa. Lamborn. Jordan. Landsman. Jeffries. Langworthy. Jordan. Larson of Washington. Jeffries. Larson of Connecticut. Jeffries. Latta. Jordan. Laturner. Jordan. Lawler. McCarthy. McCarthy. Lee. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will come back to that in a minute when we have, you know, anything on that. Um, but as you can see, it seems like the same people. Yeah, it seems like the same people are just holdouts. They're doing the same thing. Um, but let me just make sure that we have this ready at all times. We do that. All right. We'll make sure that we bring this down over here. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, so we'll make sure we cut back to that, folks. I want to see what happens. I don't think we're going to get there all the way. 4,500 people watching, 4,600 people watching right now. Uh, Jeremy, what are they trying to prove? Oh, that was the first vote. Okay. Oh, they're not back yet? Okay. Sorry, my fault. It looked like they were back now. All right. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's where we're at here. You know, they're trying to do everything they can to keep Donald Trump. I mean, uh, any anything that's connected to Donald Trump, they want to keep far away from the White House. They want to keep far away from Washington, D.C. They don't want anything going. I think here's a live. Yeah, here is a live viewing. Here's a live viewing of it right here going on. I think this is them back in. So they're back in the chamber here. Let's just go to this real quick here. I don't think there's uh There we go. We're back in the chambers, getting ready. I th- there's uh, Anna Paulina Luna holding a baby. Amy says, isn't Zeldin good? Yeah, Zeldin is good, but not for Speaker of the House. Not right now. That wouldn't make, that wouldn't make much sense. I, 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 I don't understand the Zeldin thing. Um, I know why they did it when they did it, but it doesn't make sense now, you know? So anyway, we will, we'll just keep this. You know what I can do? Let's just keep it on the screen, but turn off the, uh, turn off the volume. That's what we'll do. We'll just keep it on the screen and we'll turn off the volume. Just in case they come back, we want to make sure that we can, uh, 
that we uh, that we go back to when we can you know start hearing them vote again. But I don't think that's coming anytime soon. Okay, let's keep moving, ladies and gentlemen. Don Bacon, yeah, Don Bacon in Nebraska. Nebraska can do a lot better than that, and uh, I suggest definitely calling him and you know giving it to him. Let him know it's his ego, folks. It's these people's ego. That's the problem. These people's ego will not allow them to move on. They don't want Trump back. Those twenty that voted against Jim Jordan. They don't want anything to do with Donald Trump. These are your anti-Trump rhinos. (laughs) I'll troll here, but don't troll me back. (laughs) We love trolls. Give some numbers to call. Well, we we, we called some earlier. The switchboard is the best place to go to. If you can just uh, look up the switchboard number. Eli, can you look up that switchboard number real quick? Switchboard to DC. Put that in the chat. You can pretty much get to anybody from there. But as you've seen earlier, they uh, we couldn't even get to anybody perfectly because they were like, who did you want? And then they took us to the wrong person anyway. Now, in a very surprising video that I saw today, you're, this is going to blow your mind. Brian Kilmeade of Fox News. He actually calls somebody stupid, a dumb, you know what, for voting against Jim Jordan. Oh, hold on. No, we don't want to keep that on right now. There's nothing really going on. Yeah, there's nothing going on right there. All right, let's go back. Okay, so this, is the, this was caught on a mic. Uh, Brian Kilmeade caught on a mic, actually saying something smart for a change. Auchincloss. Jeffries. Babin. Jordan. Bacon. McCarthy. McCarthy. Dumbass. <laughs> Did you hear Kilmeade at the end with the dumb you-know-what remark? Hey, I thought Brian Kilmeade was completely against Trump and everything too. But it looks like Brian Kilmeade actually said something smart for a change. But let's go back to people trying to sabotage Jim Jordan, because of Donald Trump. Now, when we get into the second segment here, you're going to find out why I titled today's show Judge Sides with Trump, because Trump got a massive win today. But I'm trying to lay out all of these traitors to the country. I want to go to Ken Buck. Ken Buck might be the worst. He might even be worse than the last guy we were just talking about. Ken Buck is literally just nominating people that he doesn't even like, that wouldn't do a good job just to stop Jim Jordan from getting in there. And again, these people were pro Jim Jordan a few weeks ago until the talk with Donald Trump. Listen up closely. Oh, he did not vote for Congressman Jim Jordan, instead voting for Tom Emmer. Well, I guess my first question is, do you really want Tom Emmer to be speaker? No, I don't. I don't like Tom Emmer. I figured this would be the worst job in America. Mike Rowe would not want to do this for his TV show. This is a terrible job. Okay, so just to underscore that, you voted for somebody because you don't like them. I, I voted for somebody because I wasn't going to vote for Jim. Yeah, but, but you don't know he did not vote. Talk about sabotaging the country. These people that told you that Matt Gates was going to sabotage our efforts to move forward with our investigations into the Biden crime family, these same people that went on every news station for the past two weeks and said, Jim Jordan and the MAGA Republicans are destroying democracy, they're destroying the Republican Party, and we can't sit back and let these people do this to our party. These same people that said, oh, well, now our momentum is now completely lost on all of this investigation are now purposely sabotaging the Republican Party And they're purposely sabotaging the Republican Party because of their pride, because they don't want somebody who's not a neocon scumbag lobbyist as Speaker of the House. Now, this right here, this rang bells with me today. When I hear Joy Reid and the people on her show on MSNBC admit that Donald Trump has now taken over the House of Representatives, ladies and gentlemen, this is the best, this is the most truth that MSDNC has ever, ever, ever spoke on their show. And they're right. This was Trump's plan the whole time. What you see going on in the House of Representatives this whole time was Trump's plan. And Jim Jordan will be a good surrogate for Donald Trump to be in there. Roll it. In a sense, it almost feels karmic that, that, you know, Republicans would be down to someone who asked Donald Trump for a pardon 
because he must have believed that his role in the insurrection was potentially criminal, um, and somebody who defied subpoenas. The fact that that is the quality and character of person that Republicans think, yeah, this should be our leader, to me, it says something so devastating about one of our two great political parties that it's almost, you almost can't come back from that, right? Like, where do they go from yeah. here? Joy, I, I think the feeling with it, Speaker Jordan, is we now really feel the fact that Donald Trump has taken over the House of Representatives. You really had with McCarthy, but McCarthy did it with a smile. Jim Jordan does it with yeah. a scowl. You know who else a huge yeah. winner is, tonight, should he be elevated uh, to Speaker, is Matt Gates. Matt Gates has delivered yeah. to the base a Jim Jordan, however reviled he is. And so, look, there has been some hope and maybe House moderates or traditional Republicans, whatever we want to call them, will stand up against Jordan. But right now, to have 55 no's 48 hours ago, it now looks like all those no's are nothing but a bunch of Susan Collins about ready to hand the yeah. speakership to Jordan. Ooh, oh, what's the matter? Why the long face? Why the blonde hair, feminine? What's the matter? You don't like it? You're all starting to see Trump's plan, his master plan, unfold right before your very eyes. And now Feminem is all upset because Donald Trump has somebody in there instead of him so he can fight the dirty politicians that are trying to lock him up. He can fight the justice system that is trying to lock him up. Aw. He can win an election. Aw. You know you're screwed. That's what it is. So Ken suck and the rest of you losers, have fun. Oh, 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 don't forget about Steve Womack, the person that they accidentally forwarded me to that I should have told him what I thought when I was there. Here's another one. Steve Womack of Arizona. Here's a gem. I vote uh, how I vote, and I will make my intentions known with all of the people that are uh, important in this decision-making process, to include Mr. Jordan. Uh, but I know there are concerns from the Appropriations Committee. After all, uh, two weeks ago, Mr. Jordan voted against the continuing resolution on the very day that the, the funding was about to lapse. And so he, in essence, voted for a government shutdown. And I, and I know that concerns a lot of appropriators. We're concerned about the numbers. I've said all along that given the divisions in the body politic right now, and let's face it, the country is divided. So the Congress is divided. But given these divisions, uh, it is going to be really difficult for either party to be able to impose its will on the other. And that so are means you ready to that work at with some Democrats point in time, uh, I work with Democrats every day. I mean, uh, I mean I to get to a them. governing majority. Uh, if it comes to that. When I vote, See, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here's what it is. Here's the things that Jim Jordan could do as Speaker of the House. He could cut off the DOJ funding, the special counsel, Jack Smith. He could cut off his funding. He could do his darndest to get those January 6th prisoners out. He could start the process of giving Donald Trump congressional immunity, which he should already have because he was the president of the United States anyway. They can release the 14,000 hours of January 6th tapes. They can show you how Nancy Pelosi literally screwed the country over and lied to the country. See, they don't want Jim Jordan for the same reason that they don't want Donald Trump. Because if you get Jim Jordan, you get the closest thing to Donald Trump as possible. And that, ladies and gentlemen, I'd say is a good time to take a quick break so that we can go to our sponsor of the next segment when you're going to love the next segment because Trump is winning, baby, in court. We have 5,000 people watching. But first, we got to talk about Tim Gustafson and Insurity Financial Services, ladies and gentlemen. The number to call, 602-391-8358. That is 602-391-8358. Or you can go to insurityfinancialservices.com. And you can actually request to speak with Tim. Tim is an LFA family member. He's probably in the chat right now. And right now is the time where you're picking your new Medicare option, your new Medicare plan. Well, Tim, because he, he'll know you and because he cares for this family, will find you a Medicare plan that actually works, that you get the coverage that you're seeking for the money that, you're, that you can pay and that you're going to get the co-pays and, 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 and all of the things that you need properly 
Instead of having to go to somebody that doesn't know you, that's just out there to sell insurance plans and just give you whatever's next. So go to insurityfinancialservices.com, reach out to Tim. Tim will be there for you. Tim will help you. Insurityfinancialservices.com. You have until December to do so. Also, if you are looking to get out of debt, and I'm actually bringing this guy on on Friday so he can actually explain this a lot better to you than I can. Your journey to financial freedom awaits no matter what your situation is, and he can get you out of this bad debt going into this high inflation and this crappy uh, regime and you don't have to take a bank loan to do it, and you don't have to file bankruptcy to do it. So if you're trying to get yourself out of debt sooner rather than later, and you can't figure it out, and you don't want to sit and pay, pay on this stuff until the day you die, then go to donewithdebt.com, donewithdebt.com, or call 888-322-1054 today. That's donewithdebt.com, okay? And I'm bringing them on on Friday. Okay, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Billionaire and Democrat voter. Now, I hope I don't butcher his name. His name is Shamath Polyhaptia. Shamath Polyhaptia changes his tune and admits that he was wrong about Trump, says Trump derangement syndrome is real and did more harm than Trump ever did himself. I think that is a very fair and true statement, but why I'm showing you this video, folks, is a precursor to what is coming with Donald J. Trump. First of all, this is him. This is Shamath Polyhapatia, okay? He is a billionaire Democrat donor, and he is a Democrat voter. He is now a Trump voter. He's a billionaire investor and longtime Democrat. And he's publicly admitted now that he's been wrong about former President Donald J. Trump. Not only did Polly Hapatia express a newfound appreciation for what Trump has been able to accomplish during his tenure, but he also went on to say that Trump derangement syndrome did more damage than Trump ever did. Quote, as a Democrat who has been left homeless, who is now definitely in the center, but probably leaning increasingly right, I am left yet again with an appreciation, despite the messenger of the message of the Trump administration, because what those guys did was pretty incredible, he said in a podcast. He continued to say, these Abraham Accords, the Accords with Israel and the GCC, the almost accord between Israel and the Saudi, to really be able to like find a long-lasting peace is just a real... Is, is just a real example for the world. And those guys did a lot of really great work. And you know what he's referring to? He is referring to the Nobel Peace Prizes that Donald Trump was nominated for consistently throughout the Middle East. And he's right. And this is just one example of millions, folks, that are turning from the Democratic Party and truly walking away. Now, I believe I have a video and I hope I got it marked to the right place. But this is him, ladies and gentlemen, talking about this very subject. And I think he couldn't be at a better time. And this is what Donald Trump is doing. He's able to really grow the base well, like nobody else can. Roll this. Who has been left homeless, who is now definitely in the center, but probably leaning increasingly right. I'm left yet again with an appreciation despite the messenger of the message of the Trump administration, because what those guys did was pretty incredible in hindsight. These Abraham Accords, the Accords with Israel and the GCC, the almost accord between Israel and Saudi, to really be able to like find a long-lasting peace is just a real example for the world. And you know, those guys did a lot of really good work. You're dang right they did. You're dang right they did. And millions and, and here's the thing. That billionaire will bring his billions of dollars and he'll get behind Donald Trump. I'm telling you, this man is never, ever, ever going to lack anything because we've got him. We've got him right here. We've got him right here. America does. Anyway, right now I want to say, ladies and gentlemen, that Lisa Nakan needs prayers for her father. As, as if Lisa and her husband Sterling haven't been through enough. Their, uh, her father apparently uh, looks like he fell and broke it. Looked like his neck, Eli. So we need urgent, urgent prayers. Matter of fact, we need to all pray. We have 5,000 people, Eli, watching right now. Let's all pray for Lisa's father, Lord and Heavenly Father, Lord of hosts, bringer of light and creator of all things. Lord, we humbly come before you as a group of 5,000 people praying, Lord, praying for Lisa's father that he 
is restored and that he's taken care of in the hospital and he's restored to full health lord we pray this in jesus name and we also pray lord that you are with the the Nakan family and with them for to, so to lean on to be there for and we ask that the holy spirit accompany them to the hospital and everything that they need in the future in jesus name we pray amen wow i am so sorry lisa as if you and sterling haven't been through enough and I apologize that I have to keep going with the show, but I do have to keep going with the show. Um, but we love you, and definitely um, I will bring the prayers home uh, to my family to pray for you as well, okay? All right, folks. <sighs> sorry sorry to hear that. I really am. Uh, now, we're getting into this next segment of the show where it's going to talk about some wins for Donald Trump. But before we get to the wins, we've got to talk about the gag order. The gag order is a lot worse than we thought, folks. Judge Tanya Chutkin, the Trump-hating, biased judge that won't even recuse herself, even though she's put social media statements out there and made statements in the court of law, in the court of law on record that she basically hates Donald Trump. Well, folks, that gag order, like I said, is a lot worse than we thought. Um, Judge Tanya Chutkin laughed at Trump's lawyers before telling them that Trump does not have unfettered First Amendment rights. Quote, Judge Chutkin laughed after Trump's lawyer, John Lurrell, argued that the current conditions are working, saying she disagreed before she went through some of Trump's statements one by one. Chutkin said Trump doesn't have unfettered First Amendment rights and that there is no question that the court is entitled to draw restrictions to ensure the fair administration of justice. The fair administration of justice, you witch. How come Jack Smith is allowed to leak whatever he wants to MSSTD or any of these other losers, and he can say anything he wants about Trump? He can say he stole the election. He can say he works with Russia. He can say all those things that aren't true, but Donald Trump can't. According to Chutkin's gag order, Trump cannot criticize special counsel Jack Smith, or any of his prosecutors, even if Trump is telling the truth. Trump cannot criticize Jack Smith, folks, or any prosecutors or any staffers on the court staff supporting personnel or any witnesses. Jack Smith can leak and lie about Trump all he wants. I'm going to go to the section where it says, all interested parties in this matter, including the parties and their counsel, are prohibited from making any public statements or directing others to make any public statements that target the special counsel prosecuting this case or his staff. Well, how are you supposed to say that these people aren't doing their job correctly? How are you supposed to say that these people are targeting him unfairly and illegally? He's not allowed to say that stuff. I hope he does anyway. And again, like I said, come get him. Come get him. She's basically saying that he cannot criticize Jack Smith in any way. If he criticizes Jack Smith in any way, it doesn't need to be a threat. He cannot criticize. That's far worse than we originally thought. Because if you're saying that he cannot criticize Jack Smith, then he basically has to always say Jack Smith is always right. That's what he has to say. Jack Smith is always right. Sorry. I'm wrong. Jack Smith is right. Can't criticize. He's going to do it. How much you want to make a bet? He's going to do it. Here's him speaking about this now. Actually, this is, excuse me, this is him speaking about the Letitia James. My bad. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. We're at a trial today that should not be taking place. As you know, the head of Deutsche Bank recently testified, just testified, and he said that Trump did nothing wrong. We made a loan. We were very happy with the loan. We got paid back. There were no defaults. It was a very good transaction, and he would do it again. He was a very powerful witness. And we have other executives coming in from banks that will say the same thing. This is a disgraceful situation. This is an attorney general, Letitia, that went out and uh, campaigned on, I will get Trump. I will get Trump no matter what. I'll get Trump. I promise I'll get him. We have two tapes on her now that have come out since the trial because people took tapes of her because they couldn't believe her ranting and raving like a lunatic. But this is the Attorney General of New York State, Letitia James, and she shouldn't be allowed to be Attorney General. She's defrauded the public with this trial. She said that Mar-a-Lago, she convinced the judge that Mar-a-Lago was worth in Palm Beach, Florida, the most expensive land in the world, I guess. 
that and the most expensive houses definitely in the world, the Mar-a-Lago, the biggest house, the most spectacular place in all of Florida, was worth $18 million, when it's worth approximately, could be close to 100 times that amount. And based on that testimony, and based on her convincing the judge that Mar-a-Lago was worth $18 million instead of a billion to a billion five, which would sell very easily, which we've already proven, but we'll have people come up and say that and prove it, the most important people, the brokers that make the sales. But based on that, he ruled against me. He ruled fraud. I mean, he said fraud. They are the fraudulent people, because they ruled a house that was worth 18, they put down as worth 18 million, and it's worth maybe close to 100 times that amount. Okay, so folks, here what we got. This is President Trump speaking about Letitia James because that civil trial has now resumed. He's 100% right. Look, all of this is always a 24-hour wrap-up smear campaign. Donald Trump will have brokers come into court one by one that say that that property is worth 100 times that, and that'll be done. That's number one. Number two. He's already filed a motion on the gag order, appealing that to a higher court. That will be overturned, guaranteed. Number three, and probably the most important of the day, Donald Trump's big win in Florida with Judge Eileen Cannon as she lays the smackdown once again on that loser, Jack Smith. And I can say that. The American people can say that. The LFA family can say that. They can say Jack Smith is a loser all they want. And you can't do anything. But ladies and gentlemen, let's give a round of applause. And let's give the Smarty Award of the Day today. Go ahead and click it. To Federal Judge Eileen Cannon, folks. Judge Eileen Cannon lays the smackdown once again on special counsel Jack Smith. Oh, what's the matter? You get out of D.C. and nobody wipes your boogers. You get out of D.C. and nobody changes your little diaper. You don't even live in American. You don't even live in, in America, you un-American pile of trash. Where do you live? The Netherlands. You live in the Netherlands with your Muslim-looking beard and your unqualified, unskilled agenda. And every time you make a court, every time you prosecute somebody, it's overturned in federal court every single time. And Judge Eileen Cannon, ladies and gentlemen, denied Jack Smith's request to create a secure facility in D.C. Remember that? Remember two weeks ago when I told you that the DOJ wanted to create a secure facility and make Donald Trump come there with his lawyers or his lawyers to review all of the special documents and all the classified documents taken from Mar-a-Lago? No, not going to happen. Judge Eileen Cannon smacked that down and denied Jack Smith's request to create the secure facility in D.C., which would have forced Trump defendants and lawyers to travel to D.C. to view the classified documents. Jack Smith claimed that the owners of the few of the classified documents wanted them back in D.C., and Judge Eileen Cannon shut that shift down, ladies and gentlemen, here is the order, paperless order. The parties are advised that the production of classified discovery to defense counsel is deemed timely upon placement in an accredited facility in the Southern District of Florida, Florida, not D.C., not in another federal district, she says. It's already, he already broke the rules by convening a special grand jury in D.C. and bringing the charges up in Florida anyway, and God was on the move and put Judge Eileen Cannon there. That was a luck, luck of the draw, right? It is the responsibility of the Office of the Special Counsel to make and carry out arrangements to deposit such discovery to defense counsel in this district in consultation with the litigation security group for security purposes. The Office of the Special Counsel shall update and or clarify any prior responses to the standard discovery order in accordance with this order signed by yours truly, Judge Eileen Cannon. Ladies and gentlemen, again, can we get a big round of applause for this strong woman? I absolutely love it. It's about time that real judges do real things. And again, if anything gets outside of D.C., Trump wins. If anything gets out of D.C., Trump wins. Now, here is Trump's plan... Folks, this is Trump's plan to keep jihad, 
Since everything is going on, by that way, that was the big news of the day. Trump wins. He doesn't have to go to D.C. That's huge. Now, here's Trump's plan to keep jihad out of America. And not just jihad and their sympathizers. Put this on the screen. There we go. Trump planned to keep jihadists and their sympathizers out of America. That's what I'm talking about. Reinstate and expand Trump travel ban on entry from terror-plagued countries and territories and places. Sounds good. Re-implement a full suspension of State Department refugee resettlement. Sounds better. Implement strong ideological screening for all immigrants to the United States. Sympathy for jihadists. Hamas or Hamas ideology will be automatically disqualifying. Aggressively deport residents, aliens with jihadist sympathies. Revoke the student visas of radical anti-American and anti-Semitic foreigners at colleges and universities. Proactively send ICE to pro-jihadist demonstrations to enforce our immigration laws and remove the violators from our country. Continue and expand denaturalization of criminals, terrorists, and immigration cheats and invoke Alien Enemies Act to accelerate the domestic deportations. Now, here's what I want you to do. That's great. All of those are great. You should screenshot that and share with your friends. Remember the snake story. Everybody knows the snake story. It's no, no, no news to everybody. Actually, people are probably tired of hearing of the snake story. But I want you to hear the snake story with current visuals of what's happening at our border right now. And you tell me if it hits different. Go ahead and roll it. It's single military age males. People need to wake up, dude. Does anyone ever hear the snake? Do you, do you know the snake? It's a metaphor. It's, it's so accurate, but it's not a snake. It's people that we're allowing into our country. Many criminals, people from jails, from mental institutions, terrorists. It's all happening right now. This is America right now. I think it's quite accurate. On our way to work one morning, down the path, along the lake, a tender-hearted woman saw a poor, half-frozen snake. His pretty colored skin had been all frosted with the dew. Poor thing, she cried. I'll take you in, and I'll take care of you. Take me in, O oh tender woman. Take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, O oh tender woman, sighed the vicious snake. She wrapped him up all cozy in a comforter of silk and laid him by her fireside with some honey and some milk. She hurried home from work that night, and soon as she arrived, she found the pretty snake she'd taken in had been revived. Take me in, O oh tender woman, take me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, O oh tender woman, sighed the vicious snake. She clutched him to her bosom. You're so beautiful, she cried. But if I hadn't brought you in by now, you truly would have died. She stroked his pretty skin again and kissed and held him tight. But instead of saying, thank you, ma'am, the snake gave her a vicious bite. Take me in, oh tender woman. Take me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, oh tender woman, sighed the vicious snake. I saved you, cried the woman, and you've bitten me, but why? You know your bite is poisonous, and now I'm going to die. Shut up, silly woman, said the reptile with a grin. You knew damn well I was a snake before you took me in. And ladies and gentlemen, that right there, that snake story hits a lot different when you see all of that. Lock, load, aim at center mass, protect your family because it's going to get gritty. And ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America tonight. But on your way out, do not forget that Will Johnson is coming up next with Culture Wars. Also, do not forget that right now is the perfect time to literally chop your electric bill in ha- up to half with the power stabilizer. Some people said it, cho- it chopped their energy bill all the way down by 50%. Some people said 25%. Either way, it's the new product from TacRite, folks. You can get it in my description in this video. Just go to TacRiteLFATV.com. That is TacRiteLFATV.com. It's a 50% off power stabilizer right now. It will not only save you on your energy, but it will give you a long-lasting life out of your appliances. Do it now before they're gone, and I have a feeling they'll be gone by the end of this week, folks. The power stabilizer at TacRite. Get yours today. Well, folks, guess what? There are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one 
Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Eli wants to say goodbye. So ladies and gentlemen, as he's shutting down his computer and getting ready to go, we love you. God bless you. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Please go to jeremyherald.com. Help us there with a donation or buy something from our store. We have a lot of stuff, even an overstock list. Ladies and gentlemen, we truly, truly, truly appreciate it. So like I said, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. God bless. Peace. Peace.